But I see history as a book with many pages, and each day we fill a page with acts of hopefulness and meaning. No definition of a successful life can, can do anything but include serving others. The anchor in our world today is freedom. Holding us steady in times of change, a symbol of hope to all the world. This is America, a brilliant diversity, spread like stars, like a thousand points of light in a broad and peaceful sky. No problem of human making is too great to be overcome by human ingenuity, human energy, and the untiring hope of the human spirit. But he was, he was the last of a group of presidents we call our World War II presidents. Uh, men who who came of age in the war and became what Tom Brokaw has rightly called the, the greatest generation because they came home from service as George H. Bush did and took off their uniforms and went to work to, to move the country forward. The Leadership Lessons of George H. W. Bush He was a man of great dignity and in the rearview mirror of history that dignity, his sense of restraint, uh, his, his dedication to service, uh, all look uh, better and better, don't they? If I got sick, my dad could pay a hospital bill. If I, when a lot of kids weren't getting a good education, I was. So we were far more privileged in the values we got from our parents, right and wrong, uh, help others, kindness. The time I was in the service was critically important to me because I came out of an admittedly privileged background. And uh, next thing I know, I was thrown into combat or in going to pre-flight school. I was 18, just turned 18. I'm floating around in this raft, paddling, and then all of a sudden saw this conning tower come up and saw the submarine surface. I think I matured during those days. I think I became a man from, from that experience. When we tell our children what I tell them, I never knew I was the first girl you ever kissed. But when I told them that, that you were the first person I ever kissed. No, I was the second, darling. Haven Abbott. Oh, he was not. <laughs> he was in there. God, Here. he knows. You know Haven, that's not true. <laughs> But having said that, they all... No, you may not. Yes, I think he is. He has children, too. But uh, anyway, uh, they think it sort of look like yuck. Carry on. But that's the truth. I hope all of you have as much fun and happiness in your family life as we do. My father was totally honest, uh, totally committed to service, per se. And uh, that inspired me, not just there, but in his whole life. This is Prescott Bush. Mr. Bush is a New York investment banker. He's a partner of April Harriman, who's his administration man. But Bush will be in the Senate as a Republican. Yarborough's Republican opponent is 40-year-old George Bush, an outgoing young man who smiles easily and has been a vigorous campaigner. George 
Bush, the happy family man, is now George Bush, Republican candidate for the United States Senate. I certainly hope, and, and I'll bet you do too, that our children can grow up knowing what freedom really is. Before coming in here, I sat around for a few minutes trying desperately to think of somebody I could blame for this. And after due meditation, I regretfully concluded that there was no one else to blame but me. What man is best for America? And George Bush, in my opinion, is the best man for America. The fact that one door has been closed for him opens another door. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a candidate for President of the United States. Three months ago, I remember some of the great publications in this country had written me off. I have asked and I am recommending to this convention that tomorrow, when the session reconvenes, that George Bush be not. I, George Herbert Walker Bush, do uh, solemnly swear. I, George Herbert Walker Bush, do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Looking at all these events, it's actually quite astounding to think that all of them occurred within the same four-year period. In fact, I would make the argument that more occurred during President Bush's single term in office on the international scene than faced any other U.S. president in history. What made him cranky? Being late. Or anybody else who was late, and he shares that with his son. Did you ever play speed golf with him? Speed yeah, I was gonna time. Ask I, I, was gonna ask I did play speed golf with him up at uh, Cape Arundel Golf Course. And, what and, does that uh, mean, guys? Well, well, she'll uh, explain. It, it means that you, you barely hit your shot before you're moving on to oh, the next okay. one, and you really don't let anybody else hit their shot okay. before they're, you're moving on. I can remember putting with him, <clears throat> you know, reading a putt. Uh, what was that? You just kind of putted and moved on. Uh, he never wasted a moment, even on the golf course. Right. It's almost like polo out of a golf cart, yeah. but you do actually get out of the cart. And Gates, who had trained as a historian, was fond of going around the White House and the NSC and telling everybody who he could, repeatedly, that never in human history had a massive empire collapsed without a major war ensuing. There comes a time when you have to simply make tough decisions, give a little, to get what is best for the country. As we look back, we see a road that worked out so well. Germany unified, Eastern Europe was liberated, the Soviet Union had a peaceful death. That was thousands of little decisions along the way, some of them incredibly consequential, some of them very tough. Uh, these decisions in retrospect look easy. In fact, they were hard and they were tough. But George H.W. Bush was always out ahead of us in some ways because he had principles that led him. Far and away the best one-term president we've ever had, and such a good one that he was, uh, in my view, one of the very best presidents and of all time. 
and he really got a lot done, and he did it with great skill, and he knew foreign policy, he understood it, he managed the end of the Cold War peacefully, it ended with a whimper, not a bang, and then he did all those other things. The Leadership Lessons of George H.W. Bush Coming to Randall Walls Presents in 2023 I think he deserves credit for getting the world off in the right direction at the end of the Cold War. The Cold War being over was not an excuse to pack up and go home. It was an excuse to build a new world of cooperation. Time will prove that he was right in wanting an integrated cooperative world of strong security with lots of freedom, lots of democracy, lots of interaction between people. It is a big idea a new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. You all were by the pictures of Berliners from East and West standing atop the, the wall with chisels and hammers celebrating the opening of the most vivid symbol of the Iron Curtain. And to be honest with you, I doubted that this would happen in the very first year of this administration. 28 years after the desperate days of 1961, when tanks uh, faced off at Checkpoint Charlie and that terrible barrier was built, now the East German government has responded to the wishes of its people. 